successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. You're listening to 980 AM or if you're joining us today via podcast, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, you connect with us on our website at grillnationshow.com. You can also connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. And then I'm also in all other social medias. Search for my name, Jason Grill. I appreciate you guys listening again this week. We've had some really good shows this summer. And I uh, appreciate you all uh, reaching out for new guest ideas and listening to the show each and every week. Today, we're going to have a really cool show. We're going to actually have a packed, uh, packed hour today with four guests. Uh, we are all taping this via Zoom today. And uh, I'm going to want to bring in our guests here in a second and have them introduce themselves. Uh, we have four total guests. So I'm going to start with uh, Allison. Uh, Allison, kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, and you know what you do for a living. Thank you. Um, it's so good to see you all, my Kansas City Tomorrow colleagues. My name is Allison Troutwine. I work for Truman Medical Centers, and I'm a project manager for the UMKC Health Sciences District, which is a partnership of uh, many of the institutions that are on the area in Kansas City known as Hospital Hill. So that includes Truman Medical Center, Children's Mercy Hospital, UMKC, and it's Ronald McDonald House Charities. Allison, we lost you there for a second, but I think we got most of that from you. Do a lot of great things with Truman Medical Centers. And again, I should note at the top of the show, my guest today I met over oh, probably about uh, a year ago through the Kansas City Tomorrow program with the Civic Council of Kansas City, which we'll get into in the show today. But they're all uh, leaders in our community, leaders at their uh, in their professions, and you know thought leaders who who give back to the area and to Kansas City. So. Um, you know, if we uh, if we cut out at all, that's who they are as they introduce themselves. First up was Allison Trotwine. Let's go to Lindsay McDonald next. Lindsay, how are you? And uh, give us a little bit about yourself. There you are. I'm great. It's good to see all of your faces. Um, I know folks on the radio can't can't see you, but um, I am the director of product configuration management at a company called Script Pro. We are based out of Mission, Kansas. We are a pharmacy automation and technology company. Uh, my team does product development for pharmacies, anywhere from um, product ideation all the way to product release. Um, I really enjoy working with our development teams um, to take an idea that our executive team has and see that all the way through uh, to the point of release. Uh, we just, for example, released a product called the Storage and Retrieval System. It's a will call manager product that um, is a robot. It stores ba the bags of prescriptions um, and 
um, sees those all the way through the dispensing process. So it's super exciting to work with really technical people to um, develop products that help pharmacy and healthcare. Um, in my spare time, I'm also a volunteer for the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. Um, I'm very passionate about finding early detection and a cure for pancreatic cancer. It's awesome. Thank you, Lindsay. Uh, I want to go next to Andre Davis. He's a uh, business development at Built. Andre, welcome to the show. Uh, tell us about yourself and uh, what you do. Hey, good to see my friends, man. Hey, good morning. And I hope, Lindsay, that means that CVS will be faster on the delivery mechanism. So, yes, absolutely. Uh, hopefully that is the case. <laughs> so, no, welcome. I'm glad to be here, Jason. Thank you. So, yeah, Built is a, a um, real innovative company that's fairly young in the market. And so we're, we're leveraging technology and innovation and software. And, and what we actually do is we, we deliver and deploy uh, really a prefabricated uh, construction solution. We build custom environments. So some of the projects that you might recognize in terms of the name would be DEG Space, Mariner Wealth Corporate Headquarters, uh, Well Sky's new building, uh, the first prefab hospital in the city, Kansas City Orthopedic Institute. And I hate naming firm or companies you've worked with because you always leave people out. And then the latest one we did, which was really cool, um, is the, a dental office on the plaza. And so my role with the company is is more on the corporate engagement side. So not so not much the estimating the project management side, but how do we get a conversation started? And through the use of construction, how do we solve challenges that exist within a, an organization? So it might be a, an organization that's trying to uh, expand, renovate. What's the cool idea out there? Then what we try to get is to why you're renovating, why you're expanding and dig a little deep and then bring forward some really cool technology. And um, the business has been doing well. We're having a great year, which is crazy to even say, but we're pretty blessed. So um, so a lot of my work is having having dialogue like this with thought leaders in the community to figure out kind of what they're trying to do and to see if we make any sense for solving those challenges. Very good information. Very cool. And congrats on your success um, this year. Finally, our last guest on the show today, Francie Erdman. Francie, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Hi, Jason. Hi, Hi. everyone. Uh, yeah, so I um, I have been working, and I'm Francie Erdman, and I have been working in Kansas City in data and analytics for the last decade. I'm really focused on customer, patient, and employee engagement and helping companies understand how they can really um, differentiate themselves both within um, the competitive space and just in their industry. And uh, so times like this, I'm kind of a, a, like I said, a data and analytics nerd. And and when things are changing as they are right now, um, there's just so much information out there, so much to dig into and so many challenges that people are facing. So it's um, an interesting time to be working in this area. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very exciting. And you're, you're also very involved with charities. Tell us about some of the ones that you've worked with. Sure. Yeah. So I, uh, like I said, I've been living in Kansas City since 2004. And I think over that time, I've worked with a number of charities, um, most recently uh, working with um, Safe Home and um, helping do some of their with their annual fundraisers um, and really working um, most also joining to work in the environmental space and um, working with Renew Missouri to help talk about renewable energy resources um, and lots of different areas. So I think it's a it's 
always a little bit um, a little bit diverse, uh, working with the arts and entrepreneurship and an environmental um, effort. So I try to have my my hands in a lot of different pots, I guess, if you will. I think, yeah, I think that's common denominator for most of the people uh, that are joining us today, which is why I have you on the show today. We are going to talk a lot about your background, some of your life lessons, you know, what what excites you about Kansas City? What do you think we need to work on? Some of your favorite places to go? What has changed over the last six or four to five months of your life with COVID? And, you know, how is your company bouncing back? How are you kind of navigating these waters? Best advice? Uh, yeah, just so many different topics we're going to touch on today with, with these four great individuals. Again, Allison Trowine, Lindsay McDonald, Francie Erdman, and Andre Davis are my guests today on the Grill Nation show. You're listening to 980 AM, or if you're joining us via iTunes on podcast, we greatly appreciate it. We'll be right back after the break with more Grill Nation. Thanks for listening today. She's so mean, I don't care I love her eyes and her wild, wild hair Dance to the feet that we like best Heading for the nineties, living in the wild, wild west The wild, wild west Hello and welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I am your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today on 980 AM or on iTunes via podcast or on our website, grillnationshow.com. Hope you're having a great summer and I appreciate you joining us again today. We have an awesome show. Again, we have four people joining me today. Allison Troutwine from Truman Medical Centers. Uh, She let us off. She can take herself off mute now. We've decided we're all going off mute. Uh, Lindsay McDonald, Francie Erdman, and Andre Davis. In our first segment today, we kind of went through your backgrounds a little bit on your on the business side. In this segment, I kind of want to get into kind of our relationship, how we met, uh, what you're passionate about, and you know what what you see as some pluses and minuses going on right now in our community. Um, let's start with um, with uh, Andre. Why don't you tell the listeners kind of how we all met? Yeah, so we were all um, hand-selected to go through the Kansas City Moral Leadership, which is a program um, administered through the Civic Council. And so we all met there as as, as folks going through, and we just kind of, we've all stayed connected and experiencing what Kansas City is. And I think, you know, for me, at least in this city, we have to grapple with the fact that there are people in this city that um, aren't doing well. Right. And so oftentimes we can get a little closed up into where we live and thinking that the whole world, really Kansas City, lives a certain way. And I think what the Civic Council and what Kansas City Morrow did was it it sort of exposed a segment of this community that's not doing well. So for me, some of the things that I like about Kansas City is, one, we get the chance to do this. People are awesome, but also it's a very giving city. And so I think as we've gone to come through this program, this 10 month program, which was um, awesome. Cause I never thought about my civic leadership. I've always thought about nonprofit leadership, which I said on multiple boards. And so I've been involved that way, but never really civic leadership. And it, and it, this program really kind of opened my eyes to how important policy is to the underserved community, right? Because how much money do we need? Right. And then how detached are we when we have done well and we look at these communities and we see how especially now in COVID, how some of these communities are not thriving. 
And we have to ask ourselves as a city and as a country, are we okay with that, right? Mm -hmm. And we can't be okay with that. We can't be okay with the disparity of, of not just financial, but health and the impact that's happening. And so I think what the city council and Kensington Moral leadership is, is trying to accomplish is how do we create people that have an awareness about their fellow community, their fellow man, um, making sure that we just don't hang out in our own zip codes, that we go into some of the other zip codes and try to figure out how do we open the doors to people who are um, disadvantaged and how do we give back in a meaningful way? And so for me, that's kind of been my passion for this city um, is as you gain success and you gain access to certain doors, certain boardrooms, are you making sure that that door is a little bit more wide open for someone that maybe is not at the steps of that door? Can you, can you allow them to walk through? So that's kind of what I do. So I, I try and mentor other professionals and do things for whatever reason they want me to mentor them. So I, I try to take some of the experiences I've had of doing this for over 20 years and just share um, some of the failures and, and then some of the successes and really all the growth is in the failure. So um, I had a blast in, in the class, by the way. We'll, we'll, we'll get into some of your mentorship uh, advice yeah. here in the future. Yeah. And by the way, Andre is a lot uh, younger than he looks or than he's a lot older than he looks. Excuse me. I screwed that up, didn't I, Andre? You, you did. You did screw that up. So I'll take the compliment, though. I'll take that compliment any day of the week. So yeah, thank yeah. you for that. Yes, for sure. Um, you and uh, and Francie are going to be uh, on the uh, Kansas City Tomorrow alumni board. So Francie, obviously, uh, the program had an impact on you. And, and kind of piggybacking off of what Andre was saying, uh, tell us why you why you uh, got involved and why uh, and why you're engaged still today. Yeah, I think um, just like Andre said, it's it's such an interesting. Um, organization in, in how it brings lots of different elements of the community together, um, lots of professionals from different backgrounds engaging with organizations that are operating in a number of different areas. So education and, and community um, support services and, and working across all of these areas. I think one of the things that I appreciated most about and, and what I was hoping to get at the onset and did get was the ability to learn and learn so much about the community and learn about what everyone um, is doing because I think Kansas City has such a, a really an active community, but sometimes it's it's hard to be aware and have a good insight into what everyone's doing. And so this this program really facilitated that opportunity. And I mean, as you all know, we, we had some great discussions and it was a, a chance for all of us um, who are participating to ask questions that we really wanted to try to understand um, more deeply and get, you know, community experts who were there sharing with us to, to give their perspective, but also to hear from others in the room. And I think it was a place in which we could all really grow and expand our understanding of, of the city and what's going on. And, um, and so that was, I think, one of the reasons why I got involved and then also was really happy with my experience and, and want to continue to stay involved because I think, you know, we're an alumni, uh, I guess our now class or our cohort is, um, you know, about 25 individuals, but there are hundreds of alumni throughout the organization and so or throughout the city and having the chance to stay connected and get to know more and more of those individuals and see how they're all contributing to the community is exciting. And I think it's it's one of the reasons I want to stay involved and to continue to have just build out um, 
you know, my knowledge and exposure to what's happening around town. That's important. And uh, Lindsay, what would you say you're more, most passionate about right now in, in, in your involvement? Um, maybe has anything changed after you went through the program or have you, oh. are you kind of on the same passion front that you were on before? I think I said this in some of our final classes. I want it all. I want to do a little bit of everything. And so prior to, as I said, prior to getting involved in KCT, um, pancreatic cancer was kind of my main focus. And I, you know, I grew up in Iowa. I came to Kansas City uh, right after college. Um, we kind of thought of this as a stop along the way and really felt like we would go back to Iowa and um, over over time, we realized that Kansas City was really home to us and to our kids and um, really decided to kind of lay down our, our roots here. Um, and through that time, I didn't really have a lot of exposure to kind of the history of our city. And I think that is one of the most incredible things that KCT kind of sh- shown a light for me on both some of the, um, you know, the amazing things about our city, but also um, some of the challenges that we face and some of kind of the, the baseline um, things that our city needs to overcome. And so to have gone through that experience and then have it kind of end with a global pandemic, um, a um, really elevating and fighting for rights of all of the people in our community and seeing some of the things that we talked about and that we saw with our own eyes um, start to change. There's a lot more work to be done um, to bring equity in our communities, but I'm, that is sort of where my passions are, are, kind of split now. I, I, I fully intend pancreatic cancer. It impacted my family um, and a lot of people that I know, but I really want to see our, our community grow and make, make some of these changes um, that we, that we need to make um, to bring more equity for all in our community. Um, And I, and one more thing, I am so excited and, um, proud and um, looking forward to see where a lot of the kids in the community um, take their education. There are so many organizations. Prep KC is one that through, I know Andre was, is um, pretty heavily involved with this organization. I hadn't really heard of them prior to KCT and um, I believe Allison and I both were involved with Casey Scholar Review this year. Um, so we got to um, help and volunteer our time to um, look at the scholarship program um, that they have, which is another great thing that's happening. And so we we have a really bright future with um, the kids that are, are, are coming up. Um, so, yeah, the, Again, that's a little all over the place, but I... That's what we're looking for on the show. (laughs) Conversation. Allison, let's continue with you. About a minute and 30 left in the segment. What excites you about what we're doing right now and about Kansas City's future? And, and, you know, I I didn't ask you all. I I know that you've all mentioned it. It, Are you from here? Are you not from here? Let's let our listeners know, Allison. What what excites you and did you grow up here? 
Yeah, thank you. So I was born in Boston. I've lived in several different cities. I say I'm from St. Louis, so um, I love That's living good. in Kansas City. Right. Though. We'll, we'll allow it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm so happy to be here. Kansas City is home. We moved here in 2012 and got to see the Royals in 14 and 15 and then the Chiefs this year. What an exciting time to be in Kansas City. And um, I love living here. I love the pride that Kansas Cityans have about this city. And um, I think that some of the sports teams really brought us together as a city and that was exciting. But as our my classmates mentioned, we have I learned a lot through KCT about some of the inequities in our community and I um, I'm passionate about food insecurity and um, and trying to address that in our community. So, and that's a topic that a lot of people have mentioned, at least uh, through interviews and through other things, is the uh, the food disparity and in, in, in the urban core, I guess you would say, with uh, with those types of things. Maybe we'll talk about that more in the next class and and maybe more on the show. I'd like to thank Allison Troutwine, Lindsay McDonald, Andre Davis, and Francie Urban for joining me on the show today. On our next segment, we're going to talk about kind of um, a little bit of what we went through with COVID and what we're going through and uh, maybe learn some uh, great life lessons about how you guys have handled this and uh, how you've become better for it and uh, for moving forward on it and uh, some of the things maybe that you've gotten out of this time. You're listening to The Grill Nation Show here on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. We'll be right back. I hear the drums that go in tonight. She hears only whispers of some quiet conversation. Hello and welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I am your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today on 980 AM or on iTunes via podcast or on our website, grillnationshow.com. Hope you're having a great summer, and I appreciate you joining us again today. We have an awesome show. Again, we have four people joining me today. Allison Troutwine from Truman Medical Centers. Uh, she let us off. She can take herself off mute now. We've decided we're all going off mute. Uh, Lindsay McDonald, Francie Erdman, and Andre Davis. In our first segment today, we kind of went through your backgrounds a little bit on your on the business side. In this segment, I kind of want to get into kind of our relationship, how we met, uh, what you're passionate about and, you know, what, what you see as some pluses and minuses going on right now in our community. Um, let's start with, um, with uh, Andre. Why don't you tell the listeners kind of how we all met? Yeah, so we were all um, hand-selected to go through the Kansas City Moral Leadership, which is a program um, administered through the Civic Council. And so we all met there as as, as folks going through and we just kind of we've all stayed connected and experiencing what Kansas City is. And I think, you know, for me, at least in this city, we have to grapple with the fact that there are people in this city that um, aren't doing well. Right. And so oftentimes we can get a little closed up into where we live and thinking that the whole world really in Kansas City lives a certain way. And I think what the Civic Council and what Kansas City Morrill did was it it sort of exposed a segment of this community that's not doing well. So for me, some of the things that I like about Kansas City is one, we get the chance to do this. People are awesome, but also it's a very giving city. And so I think as we've gone to through this program, this 10 month program, which was um, awesome, because I never thought about my civic leadership. I've always thought about nonprofit leadership, which I said on multiple boards. And so I've been involved that way, but never really civic leadership. And it, and it this program really kind of opened my eyes to how important policy is to the underserved community 
right? Because how much money do we need, right? And then how detached are we when we have done well and we look at these communities and we see how, especially now in COVID, how some of these communities are not thriving. And we have to ask ourselves as a city and as a country, are we okay with that, right? Mm -hmm. And we can't be okay with that. We can't be okay with the disparity of uh, not just financial, but health and the impact that's happening. And so I think what the Civic Council and Kensington Moral Leadership is, is trying to accomplish is how do we create people that have an awareness about their fellow community, their fellow man, um, making sure that we just don't hang out in our own zip code, that we go into some of the other zip codes and try to figure out how do we open the doors to people who are um, disadvantaged and how do we give back in a meaningful way? And so for me, that's kind of been my passion for this city um, is as you gain success and you gain access to certain doors, certain boardrooms, are you making sure that that door is a little bit more wide open for someone that maybe is not at the steps of that door? Can you can you allow them to walk through? So that's kind of what I do. So I I try and mentor other professionals and do things for whatever reason they want me to mentor them. So I, I try to take some of the experiences I've had of doing this for over 20 years and just share um, some of the failures and, and then some of the successes and really all the growth is in the failure. So um, I had a blast in, in the class, by the way. We'll, we'll, we'll get into some of your mentorship uh, advice yeah. here in the future. Yeah. And by the way, Andre is a lot uh, younger than he looks or than he's a lot older than he looks. Excuse me. I screwed that up, didn't I, Andre? You, you did. You did screw that up. So <laughs> I'll take the compliment. Though. I'll take that compliment any day of the week. So yeah, thank yeah. you for that. Yes, for sure. Um, you and uh, and Francie are going to be uh, on the uh, Kansas City Tomorrow alumni board. So Francie, obviously, uh, the program had an impact on you. And, and kind of piggybacking off of what Andre was saying, uh, tell us why you why you uh, got involved and why uh, and why you're engaged still today. Yeah, I think um, just like Andre said, it's it's such an interesting. Um, organization in, in how it brings lots of different elements of the community together, um, lots of professionals from different backgrounds engaging with organizations that are operating in a number of different areas. So education and, and community um, support services and, and working across all of these areas. I think one of the things that I appreciated most about and, and what I was hoping to get at the onset and did get was the ability to learn and learn so much about the community and learn about what everyone um, is doing because I think Kansas City has such a, a really an active community, but sometimes it's it's hard to be aware and have a good insight into what everyone's doing. And so this this program really facilitated that opportunity. And I mean, as you all know, we, we had some great discussions and it was a, a chance for all of us um, who are participating to ask questions that we really wanted to try to understand um, more deeply and get, you know, community experts who were there sharing with us to, to give their perspective, but also to hear from others in the room. And I think it was a place in which we could all really grow and expand our understanding of, of the city and what's going on. And, um, and so that was, I think, one of the reasons why I got involved and then also was really happy with my experience and, and want to continue to stay involved because I think, you know, we're an alumni, uh, I guess our now class or our cohort is, um, you know, about 25 individuals, but there are hundreds of alumni throughout the organization and so or throughout the city and having the chance to stay connected and get to know more and more of those individuals and see how they're all 
contributing to the community is exciting. And I think it's it's one of the reasons I want to stay involved and to continue to have just build out, um, you know, my knowledge and exposure to what's happening around town. That's important. And uh, Lindsay, what would you say you're more, most passionate about right now in, in, in your involvement? Um, maybe has anything changed after you went through the program or you, oh. are you kind of on the same passion front that you were on before? I, I think I said this in some of our final classes. I want it all. I want to do a little bit of everything. And so prior to, as I said, prior to getting involved in KCT, um, pancreatic cancer was kind of my main focus. And I you know, I grew up in Iowa. I came to Kansas City uh, right after college. Um, we kind of thought of this as a stop along the way and really felt like we would go back to Iowa. And um, over over time, we realized that Kansas City was really home to us and to our kids and um, really decided to kind of lay down our, our roots here. Um, and through that time, I didn't really have a lot of exposure to kind of the history of our city. And I think that is one of the most incredible things that KCT kind of shone a light for me on both some of the, um, you know, the amazing things about our city, but also um, some of the challenges that we face and some of kind of the, the baseline, um, things that our city needs to overcome. And so to have gone through that experience and then have it kind of end with a global pandemic, um, a um, really elevating and fighting for rights of all of the people in our community and seeing some of the things that we talked about and that we saw with our own eyes um, start to change. There's a lot more work to be done um, to bring equity in our communities, but I'm, that is sort of where my passions are, are kind of split now. I, I, I fully intend pancreatic cancer it impacted my family um, and a lot of people that I know, but I really want to see our, our community grow and make, make some of these changes um, that we, that we need to make um, to, bring more equity for all in our community. Um, and I, and one more thing, I am so excited and um, proud and um, looking forward to see where a lot of the kids in the community um, take their education. There are so many organizations. Prep KC is one that through, I know Andre was, is um, pretty heavily involved with this organization. I hadn't really heard of them prior to KCT. And um, I believe Allison and I both were involved with KC Scholar Review this year. Um, So we got to um, help and volunteer our time to um, look at the scholarship program um, that they have, which is another great thing that's happening. And so we, we have a really bright future with um, the kids that are, are, are coming up. Um, so, yeah, the, again, that's well, a little all over the place, but I... Well, that's what we're looking for on the show. <laughs> Conversation. Allison, let's continue with you. About a minute and 30 left in the segment. What excites you about what we're doing right now and about Kansas City's future? And, and 
you know, I, I didn't ask you all. I, I know that you've all mentioned it. it. Are you from here? Are you not from here? Let's let our listeners know, Allison. What, what excites you? And did you grow up here? Yeah, thank you. So I was born in Boston. I've lived in several different cities. I say I'm from St. Louis. So um, I love <laughs> living good. in Kansas City, there, though. We'll, we'll allow it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm so happy to be here. Kansas City is home. We moved here in 2012 and got to see the Royals in 14 and 15 and then the Chiefs this year. What an exciting time to be in Kansas City. And um, I love living here. I love the pride that Kansas Cityans have about this city. And um, I think that some of the sports teams really brought us together as a city. And that was exciting. But as our my classmates mentioned, we have I learned a lot through KCT about some of the inequities in our community. And I um, I'm passionate about food insecurity and um, and trying to address that in our community. So, and that's a topic that a lot of people have mentioned, at least uh, through interviews and through other things, is the uh, the food disparity and in, in, in the urban core, I guess you would say, with uh, with those types of things. Maybe we'll talk about that more in the next class and and maybe more on the show. I'd like to thank Allison Troutwine, Lindsay McDonald, Andre Davis, and Francie Urban for joining me on the show today. On our next segment, we're going to talk about kind of um, a little bit of what we went through with COVID and what we're going through and uh, maybe learn some uh, great life lessons about how you guys have handled this and uh, how you've become better for it and uh, for moving forward on it and uh, some of the things maybe that you've gotten out of this time. You're listening to The Grill Nation Show here at 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. We'll be right back. I hear the drums are going tonight. She hears only whispers of some quiet conversation. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I am your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on the show on 980 AM, or if you're joining us via podcast, on iTunes or Stitcher, we greatly appreciate it. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Again, we're joined today by four great people here in Kansas City, Allison Troutwine, Lindsay McDonald, Francie Erdman, and Andre Davis. Uh, I've had a great dialogue on the show today. I appreciate all your guys' candor and uh, thoughtfulness on your, uh, your answers and the information you've shared with our listeners today. Let's start with some other information maybe you can share. What is some of the best advice that you've learned throughout your career or uh, on your journey, whether professionally, personally, civically? Um, what, what would you say the best advice is that, you, that you'd like to share with our audience as far as any of those areas? And, and it could even be how to get more involved in Kansas City or, or, or ways to kind of, um, you know, get more involved in your workplace. Let's start with Lindsay because she's on the left of my screen here again. I apologize. <laughs> Lindsay, you have to go first. That's okay. Um well, some of the best advice that I received early on in my career, and this really applies to um, professionally and you know civic engagement wise, is the best thing that you can do is if you're working with a group is to try to work yourself out of a job. And what that means to me is you really have to, you know, bring people together and um, teach them and train them because collective you know individually we can do a little bit but collectively if we all pull our talents um, that's where you can really make a big difference in in a, a work project or in a, um, a a cause that you're trying to make um, make a difference in and so 
you know, just think about the things that you do and how you can teach other people. And that was really how you can expand, um, expand your reach. And then also, if you are trying to, trying to find out a cause or trying to make a difference in a cause, you know, start small. If you don't, if, if you don't have to start at the top, um, there are a ton of great organizations in this community that are already working in so many different areas and they need civic leaders and volunteers to bring their talents to what, what they're doing. So do some research, show up, give your time and you'll be surprised at, at where that leads. Um, and, and, the, and the difference that can be made. Great answer. Well said. Let's go to Francie next. We haven't, we haven't gone to you second yet, Francie. What, what, oh, do you okay. have, what do you have to say about advice and, and life lessons or maybe something you learned from a mentor that has stuck with you throughout your entire life and your career? Well, I think kind of building on what Lindsay said, uh, the whole don't, don't, um, don't stand in your own way or don't kind of overthink it. If you're interested in something, just get started. I think um, is one of the best pieces of advice that I ever received. I think sometimes you try to think through how do I get involved and do it in a really big way and just starting small and seeing where it leads. I think the dominoes often fall once you just kind of, you know, give them a little nudge and you might find yourself doing something completely different than you started out doing um, just because, that's the way that the road leads you. So um, I think that's, that's one of the ways in which, you know, the Kansas city tomorrow program has got started um, for me. And now I'm involved in a number of other things that I wasn't a year ago, just by virtue of having some exposure and making some connections that, that I may not have otherwise done. So, yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. the We didn't ask you, are you from here, Francie? I'm not, well, I'm from Missouri. I'm a Missouri native. I'm from a small town in central Missouri, uh, Windsor, Missouri. Oh, yes. I know yeah. where Windsor is. Yes, yes. I have a friend who dated someone from Windsor many years ago. Is that by Sedalia? Kind of, yeah. Down by Truman Lake. Okay. Mm-hmm. Truman Lake. Okay, that area. Okay. Allison, let's head to you next. Um, best advice, best way that you motivate others, best way you get involved, anything you've learned through a mentor, what can you share with us? I agree with the start small. And and sometimes these little granular efforts, it, it does have a bigger effect and a ripple effect. I'll give a quick example because earlier in the show, I mentioned about my passion for food insecurity. And this is a small thing that I help coordinate with many others. But once a month, we hold a pop-up pantry. Harvesters provides the produce, but it's fresh produce. We give it away. There's no means testing. If you need it, you come. And we serve over 100 households a month. Just giving fresh produce, um, it's we do it on the second Tuesday of the month at the health department. Is this solving food insecurity? No. But for that day, is it helping get some fresh produce into the hands of people that need it? And um, I I believe it is. And if nothing else, it makes me feel good that we're putting out some good in the community. And I I enjoy that. And I think uh, many others do, too. There's so many ways to get involved in small efforts that have that ripple effect. And I... um, would love to have anyone come out and volunteer with us um, or with harvesters in general. It's a great nonprofit helping ease hunger today and fight hunger for the future. So our feed hungry people today and fight hunger in the future. And um, it's something that I feel passionate about. Can you, can you say that again? What is that again, Allison? People can get involved with to pick up produce. It's through harvesters. They provide us the produce and it's a pop-up pantry that we, we have on the second Tuesday of the month, mm-hmm. hold it at the health department which is the Casey Mo Health Department, and that's 2400 Troost. And right now it's just a drive-through 
um, style pantry where people can come in. And- yeah, I've heard about free produce. I've heard about these these uh, these great organizations, and I think that uh, I love your passion for for this and getting behind this because it's something that there's a major issue with not only in Kansas City but in also other other urban areas throughout the country. Uh, Andre, we're going to close it with you. Um, I know you got a ton of great advice for our listeners, and you've probably had a lot of people you've mentored throughout the years that. Uh, that maybe you've learned from, or maybe you've had a mentor that you've learned from. Um, what what would you say is your best advice for those in their career and the in the, in the uh, professional setting, and then also on the civic and uh, nonprofit involvement setting? Yeah, are are you saying that because I look young but I'm old? Is that is that the deal? No. Is that why you're saying you, that? You, you uh, you're you're older, but you look like you're 35 easily. I feel, I feel 25, so let's just go with that. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I think on the, on the for profit side, what I would say is. I, I live in this realm of um, servant leadership, and all that means is when we're when we're engaging with people, um, there's this ideology about providing value first to people, and what happens from that is everything about you in terms of how you describe exponentially increases, so that more people want to lean in, they want to learn more, they want to connect more, they want to know who you are, they want to just dig deep. Oftentimes, we only engage people, um, whether it's for profit or nonprofit, we only engage people if there's a benefit to us. What I would tell you and what I would challenge you to do is before you ask for anything, just be a value, help somebody. And it's changed my career career. trajectory Trajectory. because I get invited to a lot of things, right? And I don't ever ask. And so that's what I would encourage folks to do. Um, on the for-profit side, like everyone said, I started uh, volunteering, had no interest in board service, didn't even know what that meant, to be quite frank. Um, and so I started to volunteer. I felt like, you know, I didn't have the money to write checks, so I thought I'd volunteer. And so I'd volunteer, and then it changed, and now I'm on you know, several boards. And so I think start small by volunteering. Just don't think if the only way to give back is to write a check. Uh, there's some folks that all they can do is can't, can write a check, but there's something to be said about being in the middle of a nonprofit and seeing the people that it touches. So like what Allison talked about, being able to hand out huge fruits and vegetables to people that otherwise may not have access to it. You come home and you have a different perspective about life. Um, and so that's one facet. But I, I think I've lived my, my, my business career really being a servant leader and really trying to impact the people and then always being accessible and, and humble. I think if we learned anything about the passing of John Lewis is how humble and how much humility he had. And you have to think, what do you want people to say about you when you depart this life? That would be my talk. Great answer. Andre Davis, Francie Erdman, Lindsay McDonald, and Allison Troutwine have been my guests today on the Grill Nation show. We uh, really appreciate you guys coming on the air today. Congrats on all your success. Awesome. Pleasure. So good Thanks, to see guys. you all. Thanks You've been listening to the Grill Nation show. We'll see you again next week. Take care and have a good one.